It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood back for another week of Baltimore Sports Talk. RDT, Jake, alongside me here. And fellas, uh, happy 4th of July. We are like halfway, I guess, is this like the marker of halfway through the summer to a certain extent? I guess we're not like totally halfway through, but now we're kind of rolling. It has been so hot, by the way. It is unbelievably hot just in general. So shout out to everyone getting through the heat. Yeah, it feels like the flip has been like completely switched. Like I feel like we went from springish, kind of fallish feeling weather, a little bit of a, a wet, you know, year at times, I think, and then all of a sudden it just felt like that flipped over into ninety degrees with a bunch of humidity. So, you know, I like a nice hot day here and there, but the humidity has been kind of tough. It's made been getting outside difficult at times. Yeah, it was it was very hot this this week and this weekend. And I, I'm with you, Jake. I I like the heat. I have no problem with it. I would rather be very hot than very cold. But if you're just doing nothing and it's hot, it's miserable. Like it is, it is just you're sweating just to sweat. You take like three showers a day. It's you got to bring two shirts everywhere you go. It's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's been that way. The um I saw on Twitter today, and take this for what it is that it was like one of the hottest days ever recorded on record July 4th. I, I, you know, once again, that was a tweet that I scrolled past. So I don't want to like necessarily say that as fact, but that didn't seem off. It was crazy. hot. I I read it that it was the worldwide temperature. It was like the highest average worldwide temperature ever or something like, like I was still like 63 degrees or something like that. Just because of, you know, again, all the surrounding areas and all that. So I believe it. I think that was true. I, I forget where I saw that, too. I don't – I'll give you credit if I remember. But, yeah, I saw that. That is not before. fun. Hopefully that's – I mean, the, we won't get too far into the global warming talk, but hopefully that's not well, that's not a trend. You don't, you don't have a whole segment, you know, ready to go for that? Yeah. Well, I was going to – do you guys want to do the le- legitimately the Black Eyed Susan Spice Company hottest take and we can just talk about how hot the weather is? Yeah, I mean – Or we can give some takes or we can give some takes on global warming. I'm sure that people would love to hear that, just yeah. the, the overall destruction of the planet. I feel like we open it up to, uh, to somebody to give their hot takes on global warming, just like a 60-second just rant. I feel like that would be really good content. Yeah, I think honestly, if any if any listeners, you know, on whatever side you are on the global warming debate, I don't know why there are sides on that, but there's sides for everything. Um, uh, feel free to submit a message, and we will play it on the air <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah send, <laughs> them to, uh, the inbox, send them to the uh, inbox. Send them to at uh, barstoolrdt at gmail dot com. Yeah, yes, yes, or DM them to at e d i t t i twenty two. Yeah, uh, please. Uh, he's the one that wants to see them. Um, speaking of a team that is not hot, uh, the Baltimore Orioles uh, have lost six out of seven here. I would say this is probably their worst stretch of baseball of the year, um, and especially after the expectations that have been raised as we sit here right now. Uh, they lead the Yankees in the top of the ninth, four to three, after some nice, um, a nice debut from Mr. Kowser with a hit in RBI. Jordan Westberg has done some nice things tonight as well. Um, I think you know when we kind of went through this last week, Jake, in terms of the Orioles talk, it was a lot about how they were limping towards the All Star break. Maybe needed that little bit of a refresher, um, and I think that continues to stand true. This has been a, a you know not the you know, most clean uh, bit of baseball for the Orioles. And they really, you know, needed kind of like a fluky win um, on Sunday to not have this be seven in a row in the loss column. 
RDT, uh, Colton Kowser now up. We talked about, you know, Westberg last week. Now it's Kowser this week. Uh, Kowser is produced tonight. Um, Heston Kershad may not be far behind. Um, just felt like they needed an infusion and maybe they continue to need one as they're, as we said, really still on that kind of limp towards the all-star break. Yeah. And again, it hasn't been pretty baseball, but this is what baseball is. Again, we've talked about it time and time again, like it's such a long season. You're going to be up. You're going to be down. It's going to happen. I mean, the Rangers are one of the best teams in baseball right now too. I, I think I read this right. In their last 25 games, they were 10 and 15. Like these, these kind of runs just happen. It's too long of a season. It's just impossible to stay consistent. All, all you know, you're going to win every single series, and every team is going to play great baseball. Every team is going to play bad baseball. Look at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Look at the Cincinnati Reds. Same thing. They've been up. They've been down. The Orioles will be back up again. They are, you know, this isn't a free fall where it's like, oh my God, Adley forgot how to hit, and you know, Santander can't, you know, make contact. They're bringing guys, like you said, Bowser produced tonight. He's a hit. He's on base. He has an RBI. Like you said, Kerstad is I, – I bet we see Kerstad before September. Um, I think he's going to be on the same kind of path as um, Gunner was last year. But, again, Gunner was a rookie of the month last year. Um, again, baseball, it, it's such a streaky game. So, in two weeks, you know, after the All-Star break, they may be playing great baseball, and we, uh, we forget about this. Like, this is going to happen. What do you do? Smoke it. Sure I saw that. I saw that Adley had a double, but um, I'm getting texts right now too. But um, I don't know. I'm trying to see what happened. But no, yeah, two it, run again, homer. It, two run homer. Two run homer. Let's go. That's my fucking guy. Um, again, they're gonna play good baseball. They're gonna play bad baseball. That's just that's how game goes. Like, I is it frustrating to watch them? Absolutely. Does it suck because again, you feel like you could be making a ground here while. The Rays are not playing the best baseball. The Yankees are one of the hottest teams right now. So, again, it's I, I can't say it enough. That's just how it goes. They're going to be fine. Again, they're going to bring up, you know, the cavalry. They're going to make trades. That's it. There's people freaking out about trades, like, because Chapman got dealt to the Rangers the other day, and they're like, you got to make a trade. It's like, you have to calm down. The deadline a month away. Like, going to do – they're going to make moves, stuff like that. It's going to happen. It's just not yet. So are they playing great baseball right now? No. Is it fun to watch right now? No. But is it going to be like this forever? No. Like, they're going to be fine. I think they're still going to be a playoff team. Again, it's a bad of baseball. It's a bad two weeks in, a, in what's been a great three months. So, again, it sucks because, like you said, they're limping towards the all-star break. Um, you know, you got Adley in. You got four guys. That, that should be the bigger thing. You got four guys going to the all-star game. You got Adley in the home run derby. Stuff like that. Like, this is exciting. We shouldn't just be, like, poo-poo. All oh, this sucks because you know, again they lost six or seven. It's it's okay. Like this stuff is gonna happen. They'll be fine. The professionals they're gonna bounce back. So I have zero faith in them or zero worry in them. Like just completely dropping off the map. Please edit that out, editor. Please edit that, please. Thank you. Yeah, no, I I think I think you make a lot of good points there, and it's it's a narrative that we've that we've I think trumpeted throughout is is the ups and downs of a season. I do think that this recent stretch has, you know, you know, if they were waiting to find the reps for guys like Westbrook and Kowser, they've now been able to find the reps with how some of the guys have struggled at the big league club. And it's, you know, forced their hand in terms of bringing those guys up. Um, and that could be highly beneficial down the road. And this is now what everyone's wanted. And, you know, the, it's exciting to have Westbrook, Kowser, Gunner, and Adley all in the same lineup. Um, that mm -hmm. is what a lot of people wanted at the beginning of the year, at some point during the year, 
And that is now what has happened. I think the the great thing about something like tonight is how Dean Kramer pitched in the Bronx in a big in a big spot where Ooh. you're not you you know you have a chance to to still come out of this four game set in New York with a split against a divisional opponent on the road. I think you still feel pretty good about that based on how you played the last week and a half, two weeks, even you know going back three weeks. Um, and he puts forth just a fantastic start: seven innings, four hits. 10Ks, um, one walk, um, and now they've got Batista in the game to finish it off uh, once we get to the bottom of the ninth here, as, as the Orioles did just make it 6-3. to three. Um, That's a big-time start, and and um, you hope kind of gives him, you know, continued momentum as he's always kind of been up and down as he's gone through the year, but you see that type of potential, and and um, the Orioles have gotten some good starts lately from some guys, and they've, they've got to capitalize um, – a little bit better offensively, but you know, RDT, I, I've been on that same train with you. It has been, it has been annoying this week in this Yankees series in the first two games where these are the ones where everyone kind of start like, you know, you lose some games against other teams, but it's like, all right, Yankees in the Bronx, Orioles are good now. Like, let's go up there. Like, let's stop this team, you know, really make a statement in the division. Um, and they struggled the first two games. They, they really, really did, you know, in position to win, um game one and just kind of gave it up um and, and and didn't capitalize on opportunities and and you hope you hope now they can come out you know win this game tonight um they're three outs away from doing so um and then get a split tomorrow um and kind of see where they go from there and i agree with you i think it's a good point eric like with the rays kind of scuffling it felt like a chance to maybe pop back up in the division race and they just haven't they haven't made up any ground um mm-hmm. they're still kind of in the same spot so you know that is that de- that is understandably frustrating um but they're about to be 50 and 35 and um that still feels pretty good and now i i now everyone's stress can go away because now everyone you've gotten everybody you want and yes the curse jed talk will start very soon now that cows are up that is nibble will be the next guy that's talked about but now everyone's up there like that you now are about to get a taste of everybody everyone's gotten a taste of ortiz they've gotten a taste of westbrook they've gotten a taste of obviously gunner Adley, and now you have colton Kowser. um and the way grayson's been pitching in triple a we'll probably see him soon again as well so that was it's gonna be it's gonna be all these guys are gonna be back and this is gonna be the team so this is what everybody wanted and this is what they're gonna get sorry did, didn't mean to cut you off there but grayson yesterday I mean, he was that was incredible the 12k zero walks i th- can't find i was trying to look for it um some of the stats from his like last six starts i think he's given up seven earned runs in 34 innings down in triple a and then i think he had like 51 k's so again it seemed like whatever they wanted him to work on or focus on seems like it's working i, I think they said i think they someone took the most dominant game in the mlb this year i think it was a dylan cease game and they compared it, you know, the swinging strike numbers and stuff like that, or, or whiffs and all that stuff. And they compared it to Grayson last night. And Grayson was basically like pitch for pitch as good as Cease was that game. And again, yeah, it sucks. It was against the Durham Bulls or, you know, whoever it was against. Um, and it's in AAA. But again, this is the kind of stuff where you you, you need him to get his confidence. Um, so, yeah, that, that was huge for him. And, 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 you know, again, we can talk about it for a while. And again, we have another month of this, but... They're going to have to make moves in the bullpen. Um, middle relief right now is just not very good. And again, Taylor, you talked about it. I mean, they had, you know, they claw back in these games the last couple of days, and then the bullpen coughs the right up. Um, and that's just from overuse, I believe, from, uh, you know, the starters not being able to go long enough. But again, it's all part of the, the puzzle. If the starters are going deep into the games, the middle relievers aren't being used as much, then, you know, the back of the bullpen is is refreshed and ready to go. So again, it all fits together. All the pieces matter. Jake, you know that. 
Um, Taylor, you obviously don't. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, again, it's it's like we, we, we don't need to push the eject button right now. Like they're, they're 80 something games in, like you said, they're about to win their, hopefully their 50th game of the year. It, it you know, again, we're going into an all-star break that should, it, it should be a very exciting time for Orleans. Like again, if Austin Hayes is healthy enough, I hope he plays that really, that is really going to suck if he can't play in the all-star game because of his hip. But um, again, I mean, it's, it's been great. And like you said, with, with Bowser coming up, um, you know, Mount Castle may be back. I've heard maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. I know they were trying to get him to New York. Uh, that would be if he could come in and get going again. So, you know, again, all the pieces are kind of falling into place, Taylor. Like you said, everybody we've asked for, we've, we've got here. Like, signed, sealed, delivered. They are up here. So let, let's hope that this is – and everyone said it. Spenny said it. Jake, I think you may have said something about it. Like, Bowser coming up is like such a breath of fresh air because of his personality and just – you know, he's joking. He's already joking around with the guys and they're like dicking around on the field. So hopefully again, it's kind of breaks up whatever was going on, the little they were in. And, you know, if the Orioles can rip off a couple here before the all-star break, go into it healthy, having fun. We can watch badly win the home run derby and then we'll come out of the break firing. And then again, it's just, you're in a race. That's what Britain said to uh Kowser last night. He said, listen, you're going right up in a pennant race. Like, and, and that that's the truth. I mean, I think this team has, you know, one goal. Playoffs aren't the goal for this team. I, th I think it's pretty plain and simple. Like, we, I don't think anyone here is going to be happy with just making the playoffs. So, see how they uh, they can finish this first half. I hope they can piece together some wins. Jake? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just been one of those tough stretches. And like Eric, you you hit on it that that is just baseball, and it totally is. And I think people do need to keep that in perspective. What I will say is that it's a good thing to be in this position. It's a good problem to have when people are looking at things this way and having this level of concern because you'd rather have that for sure than apathy. And like what the disconnect is is that people are angry. And I think rightfully so at this at this ownership structure and they take it out on Mike Elias, who I think is a little bit, you know, it's kind of half he's uh, John Angelos's pain sponge. Uh, shout out to Lucas Matson. That's a show neither of you guys watched, but uh, very, very, uh, very topical reference there with succession. Uh, and then it's half of, you know, Elias's approach, which they maybe don't totally agree with. But I think they would more if they felt they had an ownership structure that was completely bought in and was going to be ready to buy at a certain point. And I just don't know if it really feels that way yet. And I'm not sure it's ever going to feel that way. And maybe they are trying to do the Tampa Bay Rays model. And like, I don't know, I'd probably be okay with that ultimately. But it does feel like that there is some some meat being left on the bone, if that's what we ultimately wind up with. Um, and I mean, the, the talent is there. I mean, you mentioned it, that playoffs aren't necessarily what the goal is right now. I mean, this team has shown itself, I think, to be World Series caliber. Uh, if they can get hot at the very right time heading into the playoffs because they've shown they can hang with the Rays in certain games. They've shown they can hang with the Braves in certain games. It's just a matter of putting it all together. And uh, they've been a frustrating watch the last couple weeks. That is going to happen. And uh, I think ultimately the goal right now is just kind of steady the ship, even things out, hopefully get something good out of these exciting young guys in Westberg and Kowser and take things into the all-star break, ready to just kind of Take a mental reset, like you said. Watch Adley go dominate in Seattle. Watch the guys dominate in Seattle in the uh, in the All Star game, and then come back ready to go and ready to fire. It feels like that's a lot of the times what happens. You know, when good teams turn into great teams, is they uh, they take that time off and they do something good with it and something productive with it. And I don't know. It's uh, 
it's gotten to a point where I think the flaws have shown themselves through a little bit. I'm not sure there's going to be a fix for some of the uh, the issues with the middle relief. I'm not sure if there's going to be a fix for the bats going cold in terms of experience not really being there in the middle of the order. But I don't know. Just overall, I'm not going to tell people to chill out because if they're angry or anxious, I think they have certain valid reasons to be. But uh, I personally am just going to kind of sit here and enjoy the ride because we're finally here. We finally have a competitive team. We've been waiting five years and I personally am going to enjoy it and I'll be concerned and I'll express those concerns when I feel it's appropriate. But I don't know. I don't want to go too overboard. And I also don't want to get too excited and kiss the feet of the front office for finally fielding a competitive team either. I just think we're in a good spot as a fan base and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, I I think that's all very well said from both of you guys. The the interesting part, just um, going back to Grayson, is obviously had the twelve strikeouts, no walks. He's also been great in pretty much all of his other starts. Um, in Norfolk, since he's gone down, and he's now in like the weird spot. Like I'm clearly better than this level, but I need to figure it out at the next level. So I stopped coming back down here and showing that I'm too good for this level. Um, they were making interesting points during the that I caught during the broadcast earlier. And forgive me if it's not these three guys, but they showed a graphic with, I believe, Bradish, Tyler Wells, and Dean Kramer showing their innings usage. And Jim Palmer um, and, and those guys were making the point, uh, and Kevin Brown were making the point that like the Orioles at some point are going to have to figure out what they're doing with some of those guys innings-wise because they are going to smash what they've done in their professional careers from a workload standpoint and Palmer brought up mm-hmm. the, 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 the potential that they do like a six man rotation to try to space out workload and give the guys more rest. They're moving themselves into a situation where Grace Rodriguez would probably be that six starter if that's the direction they wanted to go. And then at their issue though. And as you just talked about RDT is because they, the relief options have just not been effective. If they bring, bring up another starting pitcher, um, that kind of limits what they're able to do maybe from a bullpen standpoint. So they have to figure out like what the roster construction looks like of that. Obviously rosters will expand and you can do, you know, more ruminations of that as you head towards the back end of the year. Um, so maybe that was when that will happen. Um, but that was an interesting little talking point on the broadcast um, in terms of some of the more Orioles, more effective starters this year and that, you know, they're going to get stretched out more than they've ever gotten stretched out before. And we'll see if they can kind of keep it up as we head towards um, what hopes to be a long run in October. Um, have the Orioles won this game yet? Let's take a look. Yeah, no. uh, the Orioles have won the game. So 6-3, Orioles 50-35. and 35. Can't be too unhappy about that. And, and Jake, it, it, it definitely is, and I touched on this a little bit last week as well, kind of the point you made, that like, you know, sometimes the anger at the decision making of the team is from like the past sins of the team, as opposed to really the track record of this current front office. And I think when Mike Elias should really deserve any sort of like harsh, harsh criticism, because at this point he has executed a great rebuild. I mean, there was a lot of pain in parts of it, but now they are fully stocked at the minor league level and have a young, exciting. I mean, I read through the, the kind of the needs of every team, um, the Kylie McDaniel article on ESPN about the draft and his Orioles take was just like, um, the Orioles are rounding error from having the best, you know, system in baseball and continue to draft really good players. Just keep doing what you're doing. Essentially like the Orioles, I've totally kind of figured out what they're doing from a draft standpoint. So Michael has done all that right. What will I think engender the criticism is sort of what you touched on, Jake, is if it's so clear that these young stars are ready to go, 
does he do, do is the team willing to spend the money at whatever point that is if you go out and trade for someone and extend them or if you have to go out in free agency or if you you know spend the draft capital and just go for it to you know not be like the Rays and get guys to a certain value and then deal them, but stick with them and try to win in a certain window. Um, as you said, not really bad to be the Rays. The Rays have figured out a way to win at bargain basement salary prices and probably help themselves organizationally from a money and health standpoint to win that way. But they ultimately haven't raised a banner or raised a big banner, you know, raise the biggest one you can win. So um, that will be what I think should engender criticism for Michael Elias, should it seem like they're cutting corners in terms of trying to do it. But at this point, you look at this team now, and they've got everybody there, and it seems like all these guys are good. So they have meticulously, in a draft that I think is one of the more inexact in the MLB draft, where you can get the number one pick and totally miss, or you can get the number one pick and totally miss, kind of unlike any other draft. Like You feel like if you draft in the top 10 of the NFL, you've got to really mess up to have a true bust. But you can like have a guy that never even contributes to your big league club in the top 10. Um, they haven't really missed. And Curse Jed doesn't look like a miss either. He turns 25 in February, so you're gonna definitely gonna see him this year. I mean, that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty good track record and one that now has them in a 15 games over 500 situation. Um, and even after this bad stretch, very much still um, one of the most exciting teams in baseball. So um, would be great if they could get a split tomorrow. And I think if they can get a split tomorrow, that will flip a little bit of the angst, um, go up to the Bronx, get two, and then kind of go from there as you, um, as you head forward out, out of the all-star break. Um, as we touched on, you know, Kowser gets the call up really cool. As you said, RDT, you know, an interesting personality. You guys had him on the show a few months ago. It was great. Um, <laughs> seems like a, seems like a really interesting dude. And, and, um, and one that, you know, he has hit at every level, really, with no hesitation and no delay. So you would think he will come and be. Everyone has these, you know, droughts at the major league level, and I'm sure he'll slump. But he looks pretty big league ready, and um, happy to see kind of another top prospect get sent up. And let me tell you what: the videos they do of the guys getting caught up are just never bad. They're just good content every single time. I thought if anything, the Westberg one was kind of boring, but that fits him as just being like. He's kind of just a boring, like he's a, he's like a Nick Markakis where he doesn't really smile or doesn't show emotion. And he kind of just like, yep, all right, we're going up, and that's all he did. I actually Cowser liked won. the West. I right. actually, sorry, I actually liked the Westberg one, not for what he said, but what what was said to him because I loved what it said about him. Where they were like, you know, you've mm -hmm. heard all the talk, you blocked out all the noise, like that was cool to hear as a fan because that's all that's what we were saying. We we're like, this look at this guy, like he he just keeps hitting. He's got to be thinking about it. That was like a cool confirmation of the thing you speculated about based on his performance. That was my favorite part. It's not really anything he did. It was really what was said to him. Yeah, no, I, I, I can definitely see that. And I like uh, the Kowser one was great because like you said, of what was said to him where Buck Britton just like came in, Hey, he's hey man, you know, tough loss tonight. Right. And Kowser was like, yeah, tough loss. And he, he just come right away. He was like, don't sit down. This isn't going to be long. And that's when he did the, like, listen, we've done this with other guys. My favorite was, and I, you know, we need to make shirts or something like it ain't a joke no more. Like this ain't a joke anymore. Like this is it. And he's like, you're going up, going into a pennant race. Like you're going, you're going big. There was no cute dancing around it. He brought him in, and again, the best was Colton was just smiling the whole time. Like he had the biggest smile on his face. He he knew what was going on. So I, I thought it was great. And like you said, they keep knocking these out of the park. They're so so good. And again, we're gonna get another one with Heston this year. 
And then after that with Kobe, and then, you know, we're going to get a Jackson holiday one. And, and I mean, it's just, you know, Norby it's, they're just keep coming. So yeah, it, 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 it was fun to kind of watch all that develop over the last 24 hours. And again, I mean, it's, it, you know, I mean, Jeff Passan had a great, you know, I'm sure you guys saw his tweet where he was like in the yeah. last calendar year, they've called up this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy, and like didn't even include DL Hall that, you know, it, and again, it's, a, it's an embarrassment of riches and, and, we we've said it probably for the last two years and it's really, really kind of sunk in the last year. It's like, this is a really, really good time to be a Baltimore Orioles fan. It's a really, really good time. Yeah. You look at the, the top 30 on MLB pipeline and um, we've now seen cows at number two in the bigs Westbrook. Who's number three in the bigs first jet seems right behind. He's the number four prospects. We've seen Joy Ortiz, as you said, I mean, I just don't know where you even bring up Connor Norby in terms of the roster, but he's knocking on the door in AAA as their number six prospect. Um, and, uh, yeah, an, an embarrassment of riches is certainly. And Norby's done nothing nothing wrong this year to to say that he shouldn't be called up at some point. I mean, he's been very productive at Norfolk. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's very fun and, and love to see that for a guy like Kowser, another friend of the podcast, um, and a part of this young core of stars um, that the Oros is executing on. Um, you talked about it as well, RDT. Uh, Adley Rushman in the home run derby. Uh, we talked about the four all-stars a little bit last week. Um, but Rushman gets the call as the number eight seed in the home run derby. Um, will be very interesting to see how he does. Um, obviously, has flashed the power at times, but isn't like at this point in his big league career, like a you wouldn't call him a slugger. But I do think he is a guy that loves the moment and I think will embrace this in a big way. So um, hopefully he can make some noise out there. That will be very fun to watch. Yeah, and and I think I think really the reason he's in it is because it's it's in the Pacific Northwest. You know, he's from up in that – he's not from Seattle, but he's from the area. He talked about it. That was, you know, the first ballpark he ever went to, the first big league ballpark he ever went to. Um, I think he won – I forget what Dan Connolly tweeted, like a – a hit pitch and throw competition there when he was yeah. like eight, yeah. you know, something like that. And again, he's going to have all his friends and family there. I mean, if this game is in Miami, he's not, he's not doing the home run derby. He's not picked to do it. But again, I think this is the one time in his career where the all-star game is probably, is going to be there and he'll have a chance to play in front of his grandfather who, you know, who's getting up there in age. I'm sure his college coach, his high school coach, you know, his dad's going to throw to him. So I think that's really what it was. It's this story of like, you know, First full year, you know, second in the in rookie of the year last year, and just this superstar phenom. And by the way, we're going back to his 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 house, you know, his home. And yeah, he's not, uh, you know, he's not Pete Alonso. He wasn't put on this earth to hit baseball, you know, home runs. But he, I, I think he's going to put on a good show. Um, and again, it should just be fun. It's going to be very exciting. Again, we're doing a watch party at Jimmy's. If you want to come out for it, eight o'clock um, on Monday the tenth. Uh, you know, let's fill up the bottom bar and. You know, rumors flying, dong balls are going to be on me. I'll do one, you know, a high noon for every home run he hits. I don't know. We'll see. But um, <laughs> again, I mean, it's, it's you know, it, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's cool just to see. That's what I was. I was also like, you had the people being like, oh, don't do the, it's going to be your swing. And it's like, we can't complain that our guys aren't getting the love that we want them to. And then when they get picked to do the home run derby, we're like, oh, well, why is he doing the home run derby? It's like, this is it's going to be cool it's going to be awesome like appreciate this just have some fun with it like let's let's just roll it let's just again i mean i i'm, I'm very happy for him i'm pumped for him and it, it's going to be a good time so 
I like to attack Major League Baseball sometimes on here because I think that they sometimes do a poor job marketing stars. I think they've done a fantastic job getting guys bought in to do the home run derby. Unlike mm-hmm. unlike the NBA, which can't get anybody of note to do the slam dunk contest and is bringing like Mac McGlung from the G League to do it, which is great. Mac McGlung's really <laughs> exciting and a great dunker, and that was fun. But like he's not even playing in the NBA, and he's in the NBA slam dunk contest. That could be a show with some of the, the guys like a John Morant if you get them involved. Not, not the guy they want involved right now, but you get my point. Like those type of those type of guys, um, you know. And they've got, you know, and they've done a good job balancing like high profile guys with some guys I think they want to make bigger stars. Like you've got Pete Alonso who's in this thing every year and good for him. Embraces it, keeps coming <laughs> back to it, is born to do it. He's great. He's a great thing to just have in it consistently. You have J Rod, who's obviously gigantic, and will be a home, will everyone's going to go crazy for him. I'm surprised they matched mm-hmm. him up with Alonzo in the first round. That's kind of weird. I, I don't know how they do. Yeah, do they do it? Do they do a buy home run total? They may. They may do it again. Adley is a. They should not. I don't if know they do if that, they should not do that. They should just do the matchups and not seed them. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Vlad Guerrero Jr. Gigantic Mookie Betts, gigantic. You have Randy Rosarena, who you know fans don't see because he plays in Tampa and then shows up in the playoffs and electrifies everybody. Great guy to have in it. And and Robert, who's you know, you know, very fun to watch. You know, Adolis Garcia Adolis Garcia is sort of the like odd man out in terms of I think like a guy that has any type of star potential. But the rest of these guys, mm-hmm. I mean, Adley is I really is a young star who will come off great in front of his hometown. Like that's a great job putting him in. So good, good for Major League Baseball. Like the, the the home run derby and the format change has been much better. The home run derby, I will watch it every single year. They've done a fantastic job with the home run derby. Um, and I like Mookie Betts, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is kind of electric. Um, like that's a great first that's, round. That's matchup. a very good matchup. That's a very fun matchup. Yes, like good for Mookie Betts. Like Mookie Betts has no real incentive to be in this in the in the home run derby at this point in his career. He's thirty. He's kind of done it all. He's nothing to prove. He's you know probably going to end up being a Hall of Famer. But he's just like you know if he does this, it's just like a little bit more, it's like a little bit more to his legacy. Like good for him. I I think he had a pretty funny quote. We find it the other day. Sorry. Let my let me. Where is it? Where is it? He he said. Goal now is to not come in last, which again, it's like, I think, you know, I love that. I love that from, because again, like you said, he doesn't have to do this. Like he's been, I mean, what does it say? He's been like eight, nine, 10 years. Like I'm sure he would love to just sit there and, and chug Gatorade on the sideline and watch. But again, I think he's like, you know, this is going to be fun. And like you said, they've done the opposite of the dunk contest and they're getting guys to, to buy in. And they're, you know, I remember a couple of years ago in Colorado where, Alonzo won, and then he took the the big spinning necklace out to the bars and was like spinning it at the bar and stuff like that. Like people legitimately want to do this. So I think the I'm I'm really hoping the the like stigma of like oh you remember Bobby Abreu fucked up his swing. Like I I th- I want that to be done because I think we are done with that. I don't think that's a thing anymore. So well, I wonder if they like the think Va- Joey Votto hasn't announced this last year, right? It's like. I don't think he's announced it, but I think he's like danced around it. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's officially announced it yet. I hope that they think about if he's back because the pool holes thing last year was awesome. I think like putting one yeah. aging star yeah. in it every year. I think it's like a fun idea if they're willing to do it. And Vado felt like the but guy like, that, that could have been get- cool to do. If you get like Vado versus Pujols, like or you know like Vado versus Miggy would be great. Cabrera, yeah, like, yeah, be throw fun. Those two be in. fun. Like, 
like the pool hole stuff last year was very entertaining. Like that was that was mm-hmm. you know that was like fun. The guys and the younger guys like freaking out about. It. I mean, last year they had Acuna, Alonso, J Rod, Corey Seager, Jose Ramirez, Juan Soto, Pujols, and Schwarber. I mean, that's electric. Like they've done a very good oh, job on fields. Like yeah. very 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 good job with the fields. Now, if they could get Shohei back in this thing at some point, that would be you know kind of what they. I mean, that would have been the true thing but it's going to be tough to get Shohei to like pop to the home run derby when he's you know the best you know one of the best 10 starting pitchers and arguably the best position player in baseball um my goat my goat but yeah happy birthday today uh, to my goat brother. whose birthday is it so tani 29 is it really oh i missed otani's yeah. birthday very nice um yeah, so very excited for the home run derby. As you said, Jimmy's Jimmy's party. When when is that starting up? Just when the when it starts, Eric? Any any deals they're doing? Uh, yeah, it's going to be happy hour all night. Um, it's so the dirt starts at eight. I'm telling you again, if you've been to one of the events that that we kind of hold at Jimmy's, get there as early as you can. Get a table, get a bar top, get something because again, it's going to fill up and and it's it's going to be crowded. So I would I would get there as early as you can. I'm going to leave my house right at six. And, you know, maybe have a table reserved for me and some others, but get there ASAP, I would say. And again, I'm, I'm texting a bunch of people to get them to come up. And again, I, I think it's going to be, a, it's going to be a fun atmosphere and, and, you know, hopefully we can, we can kind of will Adley to uh, at least a first round win, you know, all the way across the country. Yeah, that would be, that would be very cool if he can, if he can make a little noise, um, in the home run derby. Um, once again, no real Ravens news to speak of, which as we say, I feel like we should just do the, like what random Ravens news can we come up with every week of the week? Like the, the dumb news of the week. I can't literally, literally what Marlon Beckham at this, this Michael Rubin white party. That's a yeah. Big OBJ big. was at the white party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's huge. Good friend. The what? I mean, what a what a star-studded event the white party was. The Grant Williams thing is very funny that everyone's saying on Twitter, like, why was he invited? That has made me laugh like three times in different ways. Yeah, I mean, there was like Kevin Hart there. I mean, there's just a, a, a it's a true Motley crew. I don't know what was going on with that 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 crew there. Tbh. I mean, it's it is. I mean, it's it was like Brady, Kim Kardashian. I mean, they Jay Z and Beyonce. I mean, if they, had, yeah. I mean, they didn't have the they didn't have the, I think. Mbappe was there. Yep, Mbappe. Um, they didn't have Kyle, the biggest. Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is a big deal for some reason. I I, I don't really get it. I think there was a Kardashian um, connection there at one point. I could be wrong. There's Kendall Jenner was there. Um, I um, they didn't have the biggest star on the planet. She was touring for adoring fans. But everybody else that has nothing to do was able to show up to uh, to the white party. It was kind of giving uh, me some, uh, give me some potentially some Josh Weinstein vibes, trying to steal Vinny Chase, you know, out of <laughs> Josh yep. Weinstein. Slap! Uh, he sl- he gets slapped on the deck. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. The Jake's just happy to make the entourage references because he knows that's the only ones me and Eric will get. That, yeah, he's I like, mean, that's yes. like he's like these like are the, the ones I can say. The uh, like the hands coming together meme. It's like yeah, that, that's where we're meeting in the middle for sure. <laughs> Um, where was your guy LeBron? Is he not going to that RDT? Father of three. LeBron doesn't own thing. I don't know. He does his own thing. So yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a father. He's a dad. He can't be out there. Yeah, that, big know? video. His his uh son Bryce debuted at the Peach Jam this week. <laughs> that was like a big video making the rounds. There were oh, like 10, 10 NBA scouts at the game or something. He's like 
15 or 16. Love another James brother. The, you, by the way, these USC, these USC fit games are going to kind of be an event with Bronny. That Those are going to be like very big deals on TV. I'm kind of excited for that. I hope Bronny can That'll play. Be cool. I think he can play. Like when the video first, it seems like he, he's a good player. Yeah, I think he's a good athlete. He has to come off the bench. I think I would. That's what I was. I remember. I forget who I was. I may have been on part of my take, and they were like, "He has to come off the bench because if he starts and then he's not that good, goes to the bench." The only it's it's going to be Stephen A. Smith yelling on ESPN about how Bronny's a failure and blah blah blah. So like they were like, "Just let him come off the bench." Because apparently, yeah, apparently USC is going to be pretty good this year too. So yeah, they have like uh, one of the top two or three recruits in the country coming in as well. Um, Yeah, so they're supposed to be pretty good. Uh, Let's get to uh, our we're good. We're a Maryland and USC Trojan podcast now as well. <laughs> USC Trojan football with um um with Caleb Williams back as well. They're they're they've got everything going on there. And they also got they also 10, right? got the number one win. They got the number one not this year. Um, it's the next year they're in the, in the big time. Um, but uh, they uh they also got the number one women's basketball recruit in the country. The one or the top two or three or something like that. So they got a lot going on at USC. Um. All right, starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. Um, God, I mean, in the heat, you, you need Fed Thrills with the sun out at this point. I, if you're not getting Fed Thrill sunglasses, I really know what to tell you. Um, but so many styles, uh, you know, Maryland flag, the local teams, um, great sunglasses at a great price. Uh, exit 52 at checkout. Uh, that's your discount code, exit 52, um, to buy your Fed Thrill sunglasses at fedthrill.com. Calm. Um, what a day it was on July 4th as um, America was briefly in mourning as the uh, hot dog eating contest on Coney Island seemed to have been canceled um, on account of <laughs> thunderstorms and heavy rainfall. Um, and then videos began to surface of um, the, uh, I believe now 16-time champion, uh, Joey Chestnut, um Going and getting the guys out of the the wherever the holding area was, and and bringing everybody out, and then he uh, romped to victory in a, you know, kind of casual sixty-two dog performance. Um, I will say this. Uh, let me save it. I'll give it as a hot take after this is over. <laughs> but it got us thinking: uh, what foods uh, would we uh, like to do an eating contest for? What foods would we like to do an eating contest for? Um, and that is going to be our starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill uh, today. Yeah, the, the the hot dog eating contest, it, it, it just can't be canceled. There's just no way that thing was going to get canceled. I'm surprised because ESPN has nothing else going on that day except for Wimbledon. Like, It's not like you couldn't just move everything around and just put it on whenever it needed to be put on on ESPN2. And we we were even saying because that's what someone was like well what are they going to show now and someone was like we're going to watch the speed shit that they were showing and i it popped in my head and i tweeted to my buddy i was like why they should put on old mlb home run derbies show us the one in milwaukee with sosa hitting bombs as it lightnings outside and like show us bonds in houston getting intentionally walked show us anyway one like is that not yeah. the perfect time for it fourth of july yeah. middle of the day like People are buzzed. They're coming off the hive seeing this dude inhale hot dogs. Let us see some bombs. Like, show it to us. Yeah, I agree, especially when it's a – like, old stars, it's nostalgic. You're just tossing it on in the background of Mm -hmm. whatever, like, party you're at if you're coming – especially when you're coming inside in that type of heat. I agree with you. They do just a bad job. There's no – I mean, 
let's let's call it what it is. This is a boring time in sports right now. I mean, there is nothing mm-hmm. going on. Like MLB is kind of going through the dog days right now from a regular season standpoint. The all-star break will be fun. All that stuff will happen. MLB draft. You have, if you're a soccer person, you have the CONCACAF Gold Cup going on, but you've got to really be in deep to kind of care about that. Um, and other than in the that, area here that that do care about that though, and they they give their hot takes, and we're we're big fans of that that passion. Love that, the Yoko that is Benito. true. That is true about the U.S. men's national team B team. Um, and the women's World Cup doesn't start for like another month, and that stuffs a lot of that stuff's going to be in the middle of the night. Uh, there's just not it's just not a not a WNBA going on as well. I would be remiss. A Diamond Miller from the from Maryland playing very well right now. But not like going on. I agree. I think if you played those for, till the like the next week, RDT, I think you could play like I, I think you could play like a like feature one like the night before the I guess they have the draft, but maybe like Saturday night. Like what's on ESPN Saturday night? Maybe they got UFC. But um yeah, I I, I'm I, I every day. I, yeah, I don't see – or MLB Network. I guess MLB Network has games they can put on, but mm-hmm. they should be putting them on in the middle of the day. Like, what are they doing? Put some couple on. I guess they probably do. I'm just calling them out and not looking at their TV schedule. But, all right, let's do this. Uh, RDT, you have the first pick. Jake, you have the second pick. I have the third pick. Things we would like to do an eating contest for uh, ourselves. Starting five draft percentage by Fed Throw. RDT. So – for mine, I've thought about this. I have some other options, but I don't think they'll be taken, so I can I can push them back a little bit. My number one choice for what I think I could win, like what I want to do slash what I think I can win, uh, con- an eating contest, popcorn. I can put down some ballpark popcorn or movie theater popcorn. I'm, 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 it's light. It's fluffy. You know, I don't use too much butter. I want a little butter. I want some salt and Old Bay on it. But I can absolutely house like a big bucket. Oh yeah, yeah. Old Bay on popcorns is fantastic. But yes, give me, give me, give me popcorn one one. Again, I can, I will watch that until the sun comes up. Please do not clip that. Please do not. Um, <laughs> like movie? Would you buy like movie theater popcorn or like a like Pop Secret or something or over Redenbach? Um. Preferably movie theater slash stadium. Like again, if it comes in a big tub, yeah. Like again, yeah. if you can measure in tubs, um, you know, when you're making it at home, you're just eating it out of the old throw-up bowl that you guys used to have when you were kids. Um, <laughs> but, but you remember those bowls? Yeah. Oh yeah. When <laughs> you thought you were gonna get sick, you put it next to your bed. Um, yeah. No. No. G- give me like movie theater stadium popcorn. Again, I I would just absolutely run a train. On, on a big bowl of buttered popcorn. Love that. That's also just like you could organize a popcorn eating contest among friends. Like enough people like popcorn. You could like actually do that probably. Let's round Jake. them up. Let's get them going. Yeah. From a functionality standpoint, that's uh that's a good pick. Uh, from a pure comedy standpoint, I got to go with steaks. Because, like, mm. look at what they do with the hot dogs. It feels like this is a potential. And ma- listen, maybe I'm crowbarring in a reference here to something that Eric and I are a big fan of. Maybe I'm not, but it feels like there would be some potential to get some water involved. This, the fork and knives would be going pretty crazy. I mean, the the meme potential is off the charts here. I'm gonna go with steak eating contest. I just think that would be fucking hilarious. Like, I think you should leave not even withstanding. I just think that would be great. They can't tell you not to 
you know, they can't stop you from ordering stuff. a steak and a glass of water. That would be an outrageous thing to watch. Like a New York strip? Yeah, with the biggest one you got. That would be wild. <laughs> that would be such a... He's eating like T-bones, cutting yeah. around the... Cutting around. Now you need... Yeah, one with a bone would kind of make sense because you can't kind of hold that thing and yeah. get after it. You would have to... You would probably have to debone it just for fairness purposes. Um, I like that. Oh, I don't even... I mean, where do you even start here? Um... I'm just going to go with ones I think I just like food I like and that I think would be kind of a good. I'm going to go with the uh, – I'm going to go with them. I'll give them a free ad because I go to their cheese steak night. I'm going to go with the McGurk's cheese steak with Wiz. Just absolutely throwing those down. I love eating them. It's sort of similar with the hot dog where you have the bun and the meat. You can kind of do some things with that. I love just the idea of the, the Wiz sopping around as you throw as you, as you eat it. Um I'm gonna do a cheesesteak with Wiz. Not not a cheese not not the regular cheese. Not you know, not somebody putting like American cheese on there. You gotta have the Wiz. That's gonna make that's gonna make it a little bit more uh visceral for the people. So I'm gonna go cheese I'm writing cheesesteak parentheses with Wiz in the way that you would write somebody's name and then with Riz. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Um uh, I'll be honest. I thought you said cheesecake with Wiz, and I was like, I don't understand this at all. Like, this is bizarre. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh. That would. That yeah, would I was be like, funny. is that a thing? I was like, wait, does he mean whipped cream? Like, yeah, put whipped cream on cheesecake, I guess. Um, uh, what do I want to do here? Do 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 do. Um. I'm gonna take Chick Fil A sandwiches. It's gonna pound Chick Fil A, and and everyone that does the contest gets to pick their sauce if they'd like to feature a sauce on each of the sandwiches. Mm. Yeah, you you can't do a sauce on the sandwich with the that's I mean that's gonna well that's gonna bog that's you down. it's gonna bog you down, but it's gonna just cause the splash zone to be that much more entertaining. Nah, okay. I'm trying to think of ways to like make this a just like, you know, things are just flying around because that's what's ridiculous about the hot dog eating contest. Now, part of that is the water or Gatorade or like Mountain Dew that people are putting on these buns, that's which is a whole other like, point like, of discussion. You guys came into this, I think, a little more seriously than I did. Like, I think people are like people maybe and people joke about the hot dog eating contest and the patriotism and stuff. But the subtext, the subtext is that it's just fucking hilarious. There's something inherently phallic about this or something inherently like just completely absurd. And it's just, it's great. So let's get it. Let's get wild here. Let's just do the, the crazy stuff. I like that. Yeah. I just want honey mustard just flying. And I want people to be loyal based on their sauces. If you're someone that's a Chick-fil-A sauce person, you root for that person. You're a Polynesian sauce person, you root for that person. Shout out to Camden Yards. Good tie-in. Um, Jake. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, – can, can I, like, impose rules here or, like – Do whatever you want. This yeah. this is, couldn't be a more open-ended draft. Okay. Yeah. Shrimp, shrimp Alfredo, but you have to eat it without your hands involved at all. No hands. Oh, wow. Okay. Slurping it up. That. Just, you know, slurping it up, lapping it up. And you have to finish the entire, and it comes in the aluminum tray, like Michael Scott when he was carbo loading, and you have to just completely, like, hoover them up. I think that would be good to watch. <laughs> you, people probably wouldn't get through that many, but if you could, you would really feel like you accomplished something. 
Yeah, that's that would yeah that would be a very filling contest. I, I feel yeah, like. no, people would be. I mean, the next morning there would there would be some some horror stories. Let's just say that. <laughs> that's right. Um, mine now, uh, right? Eric, you have two. Alrighty, I am going with. Um, bum, 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 I, I, I'm gonna go sunflower seeds. I could put down. <laughs> oh my god, that would be really entertaining. <laughs> if not tens of thousands sunflower seeds, like I'm tens talking of thousands. Like a red, red solo <laughs> cup or like a water, like an empty water bottle, and you're seeing, you know, that fill up. I'm telling you, I can, I can put I'm down a, sunflower. Yeah, seeds. I'm They're, not a tobacco guy, wanna, so I'll go I through occasional phases tens. with with sunflower seeds where I'll do that. I'll just fill like half water bottles or full water bottles with them. That's that's yep. I like that. I don't know if I, I, know, I love it for an eating. Ten thousand suns. I want ten. I want to see ten thousand. All right, let's we'll do it. How many are sunflower individual we'll, seeds are in a pack? Do we think? Do that? Does it say the number? I don't. No, no, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't, you could probably call I'll a company and ask them like how many. There's got to be like a, a just a general estimate. Does there? Yeah. <laughs> there's got because 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 they've got to do it by weight. And there's got to be like a certain number that gets you that weight for the most part. Because those are pretty. They're not like all different sizes. They're all the same size for the most part, right? Yeah. Boy, this might be the yeah, most sunflower yeah. seeds have ever been discussed on a podcast of any kind. You have to think so. Yeah. <laughs> Good for us. But I'm. I'm I will. I can absolutely put them down. I, I promise you that. So that'll be that. How about one. was um, in a was in a golf was a, a golf round with um, our guy Banks on Saturday. I don't remember if his putt might have been our friend Mike's putt. Hit a sunflower oh, seed no. that was on the green. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was off. just gonna Tough ask. What, I I chew seeds on the on the golf course and like I spit yeah. them. Try not to spit them on the green. But sometimes I'll walk out there with like a like a cheek full, and I'll be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Did you play Queenstown like, Harbor before the before a ten ten tea time? I no, I, I did not. Oh, I did Saturday? not. Okay, but no, no. But I'm saying I thought about that, and then midway through, like, "Oh my god, I'm spit seeds all over the green," and that's gonna happen. So I've always wondered about that. A um, seed. Hard to hear that happen to Brian. I took that very. I'm very was fine with it. Very yeah, calm, no, definitely probably, no, right? no anger. I think I'm almost positive it was his. It may have been. It may have been our buddy Mike's putt. I, it was one of them. Um, me and a friend of the show, Kyle Rajat, were were kind of not anywhere to be seen at that when they were both putting from a different part of the situation. So, um, I think, but yeah, if it, yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't have freaked out at all. If, if it, yeah, last time I played no. with him, he was in no. a pretty defeated state of his game. He was just kind of like lugging it around out there. So, Banks, yeah. He felt pretty. Seemed to feel pretty good. He drove the ball very well on Saturday. I'll give him credit for that. He he's really always. Hit. I mean, he's always pumping the ball out there. He's he's you know, a big hitter. Yeah, we we yeah we had uh the vibes were the vibes were good out there except for me for about three holes in the front nine where I pretty much capitulated. Um, already to you have a second pick. Sunflower seeds. That was um, something. That is un- yeah, would be something to watch. People just spitting those things. Mm. What a scene. Yes, just like I. Oh my god. I yeah. I'd let him fly. Um, my next one, I'm going mashed potatoes again. I mashed potatoes. The amount of mashed potatoes that I can put down is like borderline inhumane. I'm t- it's it's all I eat at Thanksgiving. I don't do the turkey. I know we've discussed this. I don't do the turkey. Um, my main course is mashed potatoes. So give me gravy, give me mashed potatoes, give me some salt, give me some pepper. 
get out of the way. Just just get out of the way and watch it happen. I think they I think somebody that was in the contest this year for the hot dogs had like the mashed potato eating world record, but I don't remember. It was something like that. Probably that's gotta probably be, that's gotta be some that's gotta be something to watch. Did you know um, that, Jake, did you oh, sorry, see that Joey Chestnut has the record for the most world records? Really? Like eating what a world records. What a what a what an absolute hero. Uh Jake. Bags of Snyder's of Hanover. The crazier <laughs> the flavor, the better. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Buffalo. Would, oh, I thought you would eat the bag. I well, yeah, the bag too probably would have to be a part of it, but it's just like you just literally get an endless supply of those bags and just have people ripping through them. Like RDT and his uh his his uh, baseball card pack days, just ripping and tearing their way through these bags of Snyder's of Hanover. And their hands would be just covered in you know, the red dust and film and their teeth will just be destroyed by the end of it. I mean, this, this could have potential for chaos and blood. And I don't know. I just think it would be great. Snyder's of Hanover bags. I didn't realize they had a bunch of different flavors. That's just never come into my lexicon. I'll have to try that. Mm. How many flavors do they have? They have uh, they have a lot. I got two the other day at Wegmans. This was one of them. I already polished it off. So, telling on myself a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have two here. Uh, oh man, I think this would be just funny for people to have to try and do with what it does to your mouth. I'm gonna take Pop Rocks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would need a microphone, like, right... I would need, like, one of the, like... The, like, Ray Lewis Hall of Fame speech mics to, like, right here. You know, like, the little wires. Just right there. Just to hear it all. That would be wild. I think that would be... I think that would be a wild thing for people to have to try and eat. Over and over and over. Are you doing the... So uh, not, are you doing a fizzy soda with it? Yeah. That's not really something I think I would be good at, but it just crossed my mind as a ridiculous food for someone to eat. And then I'm going to get back to things I would be good at. I'm staying in the, in the candy aisle. Uh, I'm doing Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. I would just slam Reese's peanut butter cups. Just they, I saw today at Royal farms when I was driving back from the beach, they had a King size, King size with six Reese's cups in it. Six, six cups. My, oh my, oh my. I cannot wait till it's 10. I can't wait till they're stretching ones throughout the aisles of the Royal Farms. My goodness gracious, what a scene! Good for Reese. It's gonna be like I mean, they're carrying just, a pool just, on a flatbed. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be like a. It's gonna be like a shot ski of just like Reese's cups. God, I love Reese's cups, and they are just dominating the chocolate candy scene. What a what an absolute juggernaut they are! Keep sponsoring the Senior Bowl. That's what I got, Jake. Uh, I'm going to stick with the pure chaos angle of things, uh, but I will also say that I house sleeves of these on the regular, sometimes even just raw dogging them, and that is saltine oh, crackers. Right. Oh, what? What? Yeah. When I, this, I think that's something you'd have to sign a waiver for. I think that could kill some people. No, it could be. It could be bad. Like it could be like yeah. the Snyder's of Hanover thing. Like that would be that would be boot camp for this. Like that that would be wild. My oh my oh my. That's a that's a strange pick, I think. 
I, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm going for the pure chaos factor of this. I'm like, I've seen people get into contests actually trying to eat these before. And uh, let me tell you, nobody won. You can't, five, you can't five in a minute, right? Isn't that what it is? Or three it's in a minute? Something like that. Yeah, I forget what it was. This was probably in like middle school that I saw this happen. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. There, there's myths about how difficult it is to eat these things. So that's a. I'm just trying to pick. challenge my challenge my competitors here a little bit. I feel like these hot dogs, they've got this thing down to a science. They're slopping them up and they're doing Joey Chestnuts, you know, deep throating them. Like, I don't know. I, let's give them a little bit of a challenge here. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, RDT of two to finish. God, that would be, that would be, we have to put that on pay-per-view. I'm like um, the I'm like the USGA. I'm doing like the difficult setups here. I want like a real challenge. I want this to be our national open, like a a, real, a true yeah. test of eating. Good lord, um, RDT, you have two to complete your team. So this one I will do. Slim Jims again. Oh I can God. put I can put Slim Jims down faster and better than anyone ever. Ever. And I'm not even joking. In the year I had a New Year's resolution was to eat a thousand Slim Jims in a year. I think I Oh my god. That. I love that is so Slim disgusting. Jims. I would I would love a Slim Jim sponsor. Ironically, you probably cost yourself sponsor. five years off your life. Yeah, seriously. Sure, bring it on. Doesn't matter. Like <laughs> I will buy with the best mechanically separated beef and chicken pieces ever. Like they're so I love them. They're so good. Again, and I Slim Jims would be like hot dogs where you put them in half and then do the like, you know, kind of double fist in bit. You could probably dump them in water. I don't know what that's going to do to them. But, yeah, Slim Jims easily, easily I could dominate. That was that was going to take that 1-1, but I knew that you guys aren't white trash, so you wouldn't have taken this uh, this draft. So I felt safe having it uh, having it that in my back pocket. Um. And my last pick, we're going to go back to the well here. We're going to go back to maybe the most famous pick in our starting five draft history. Oh, no. Oh, and no. I'm doing, I am doing an eating contest with banana Laffy Taffy. Oh. <laughs> come on, come on. I will, I will openly accept any challenges again. Like, I want it to be like one of those, like a duel where it's like, if you see me out, you can like give me like a coin or like a some sort of, you know, token to, like, I challenge you right then. It's like the WWF hardcore title. You're defending your Laffy Taffy. Guess what, RDT? No one's coming for your crown because no one wants to eat that. I think people want to eat it. I just don't think anyone's man enough to, like, challenge me to it because they know. Again, the morning morning that Derrick Henry broke his foot, I tweeted out that video of me just housing banana Laffy Taffy alone in my car and, like, I could have gone for another like five or six minutes. It, they're, they're, they just taste the best. Again, I, I can absolutely finish agging a thing. So I just, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what to say to that. I cannot believe banana Laffy Taffy. It's found its way back on this podcast. We're back, baby. Back. I'm going to find ways to slip banana Laffy Taffy into like random, random starting fives. Ugh. Uh, Jake, put the train back on the tracks. Yeah, this is going to be my, my baked out Friday. Crackers. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm being consistent. My, like, I'm, you know, I've got a theme here. And let me, let me tell you, I'm finishing off. You sent the train off the track. Finishing it off with, uh, 
my my baked out Shinnecock Hills Friday setup. People are complaining. They're walking off it. We've lost the course. I'm going to go with Warheads for my last pick. Oh, oh. I can feel like the inside of my cheek. Oh, no, yeah. That is just that's just hard to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, you want to, you want to, like, you want to yeah, prove geez, yourself. You want to absolutely go to the Thunderdome. You can go to Jake's draft. This is, this is, this is gonna be tough. Yeah, I'm not messing around. <laughs> Shrimp Alfredo, <laughs> also in the mix. Yeah, no, you know, you mean me taking the train off the tracks? <laughs> I, Lamar will win that. By the way. I'll take it off even more. I have to take this just for my own. The the the, uh, the people that know me will understand this one. I'm taking ketchup. <laughs> I love I ketchup. I, I love it so much. Hell yeah. I love it so much. I would have such a good chance of winning that. Uh, Do you put ketchup on anything weird? Are you like one of the mac and cheese and ketchup? Or is it like... I would eat that, but I don't egg, know, do that normally. Pizza, egg, I do. Ketchup. You do pizza and ketchup? I'm more cold pizza mostly. Shout out to Skip Bayless. I love, I love cold pizza. Love yeah, cold, cold pizza, pizza and ketchup. Um, people think pot- when I tell them I put potato on potato chips, they think that's weird. I don't understand why people think that's weird. Yeah. That's like a hardened fry, essentially. Yeah, it's um, like without filling. But I'm trying. What other weird things do people put ketchup on? I would put it on mac and cheese. I would. Yeah, I've seen that. It's not like the grossest thing in the world. I never did it, but like the thing you can't do it with my, the my ketchup consumption that throws people off is I just ma- put massive quantities on things. So when I you am get like French fries. Are you puddle on the side or on top of the fries? A puddle on the side. I want to be able okay, to good. control because if it's yeah. like on it, it just makes it so each of the ones soggy as you go. I hate mm-hmm. that. Like if I'm in a situation yeah. where there's just no other way for me to accomplish the task, I will put it on top. But that is not my preferred method. Accomplish I need the to task. Have, I need to have ketchup, <laughs> so I have to accomplish. It. I have to. I have to figure out a way to put it on there. So I will complete the draft with that. RDT takes popcorn sunflower seeds. I want to see you eat 10,000 sunflower seeds. I think that needs to be put on the docket somewhere. Tens of thousands. You, you come come to a softball game. Oh, so we talked about this. So your, so your plate at Thanksgiving is just mashed potatoes and stuffing? Yeah, and probably like green like green beans, some like – So you're eating no meat. Little, you have no meat of any kind on your plate. No, we, we've always done like tenderloin or something like that instead. Uh, Thanksgiving too. Not like just for me, but like for other people in the family. So again, I'm going like a tenderloin or like a roast, you know, of some sort. Sure. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. House, house and mashed potatoes and stuffing. Very nice. RDT also has Slim Jims and Banana Laffy Taffy to complete his team. Um, uh, Jake takes steaks, shrimp Alfredo, bags of Snyder's of Hanover, saltine crackers and warheads in, in a truly um, – Shocking five picks. I mean, all of these are pretty shocking. I took cheese steak with whiz, Chick Fil A sandwiches, Pop Rocks, Reese's Cups, and ketchup. So the real men of honor who feel that this country is just filled with clock watchers and men that don't want to achieve anything. Those are the people that are going to vote for me. So, like, let's not tell on ourselves in the in the clock vote watchers. <laughs> clock watchers. Wow. Wow! This, this what shrimp a Alfredo. If you want to, if you want to test your metal, and if you want to like prove yourself, then you, you're going with my draft. Wow! 
If you want to, if you want to shorten your life, you're picking RDTs. Yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Okay. <laughs> um, honorable mentions. I had burger cookies. I almost took burger cookies. Ooh, good local pick there. Hey, crabs would have been an interesting one. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to see people either eat mound of crab meat or pick the crabs and eat them. That that. I did, I couldn't find a crab apple. Maybe crab dip. That'd be fun to kind of watch. That kind of that low key up. feels like a missed opportunity for me because that feels like skin just ripped from hands, just left and right. Like, yeah, maybe you have to have cuts going in, so the old bay just. I mean, that's I'm sure what you would you would have them do. Oh yeah, people, people just injuring themselves. You're giving me good ideas here. Did you have any? Did you guys have any um, honorable mentions? I was trying to think of some other local ones, but the burger cookies what came to mind. You might be surprised that um, I drafted completely off the dome, so not really, but. Eric, you got any other things that you can eat tons of? I was thinking Chick-fil-A milkshakes. Mm. Um, again, I think I could put down a decent amount of cookies and cream. Um, God, I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know, Tootsie Rolls or something that I think I could do a lot. I don't know. I'm, f- I'm fine with my with, with where I stand, I think. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my picks. Happy with them. Um. Good draft, fellas. Nice job. That was, I think, that was a kind of a draft off the dome for everybody. So, yes, um, yes, that was a, that was a little short in the process. Starting five draft. All right, I'm gonna quickly just throw this out there. I don't even know if this is that hot of a take, but um, want to make sure um, we get a shout out to um, our friends at Black Eyed Susan Spice Company. Um, once again, Exit Fifty Two promo code um, to. Enjoy their wonderful products, another local company. So shout out to them. Um, speaking of the hot dog eating contest, which is something I've watched, I guess, for like over a decade now. I think we're reaching, and he was great with the bringing it back. From a competitive standpoint, we're in major chestnut fatigue. They have got to find someone that can challenge this guy. This, this is not. This is really not fun to watch him win every year. And we, 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 we're past it. Like, the, the heyday was when it was him and Kobayashi and you didn't know who was going to win. And mm-hmm. yes, it is. It continues to be this like fun Twitter thing where it's like Joey Chestnut, American hero. And he's, but like how in the world have we not found someone that can challenge this guy in a country of, in a world of insane amounts of eaters and in a world where like you could just make an eating YouTube and probably get millions of subscribers and make a lot of money. Like, where is the person that has not figured out they can beat this guy? No one's within, like, 20 dogs of this dude. This is becoming Mm -hmm. boring. And they do an amazing job, like, introducing everybody and making it a scene and a spectacle. But, like, they need, like, bring Kobayashi back. Like, I don't know where that guy is, but, like, find him. Yeah, he's, like, banned. Yeah, they need to find someone that can challenge Joey. Otherwise, I'm losing a little bit of interest. I got to be honest. This is the least... Until the thing almost got canceled, I almost wasn't going to watch. And then I watched because maybe they staged that, honestly, just to get people to kind of come back into the fold. They I need saw some to conspiracy find a theories getting thrown out there about that. So Yeah, because it got him a lot more Vince buzz. McMahon, Vince McMahon in the scenes. Like. Yeah, any any of the pre- any press is good press. But, like, the sun, this this sucks. Like, the, the chestnut domination, we've officially reached – like the point where the dynasty is no longer fun to root against because there's just no one who's in his league. Like the second ranked guy at 48. No, like how I just don't understand how no one has come out of. I guess you have to be a lunatic to do this at a high level, but mm-hmm. like how has no one come out of the four and challenged this dude? 
And also, Joey would be a, will, will end up turning into a great heel because he seems like such a hardo. People are eventually not going to like him, but just no one has come along that's can challenge him. So we haven't gotten to that point yet. Is there where Joey I, I can give quotes and like, and like with, make excuses and give quotes about how he lost? Is there a connection with him in this area? Because I know he's in with Jimmy's and he's like done some stuff with the Ravens. Like, I is, is there something there? It's I, I'm sure Google might be able to help. I don't think so. I think he's just one of these traveling eaters. Okay. Like, yeah, he's, he's like kind of kind of has a connection every everywhere. Like, you know, because like I remember he did like the eating contest at Hooters in the Inner Harbor. But I like I think that was just like well, yeah, I'm sure you were all over that. I love I love me a good Hooters. Yeah, like for some fried pickles. <laughs> oh, oh. Throw five pickles on my honorable mention. Yeah, he's from Kentucky. Okay. That 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 fits. Yeah. If there was one yeah. spot in, in Maryland, Baltimore, where he was from, you know where it is, though. Yeah. Like Kobayashi in, in 2008, Kobayashi and Joey went up against each other in a hot dog eat off because they tied at 59. That is what we need at the hot dog eating contest. 59, though. I mean, I, I'm with you. I was. His over-under was like 73 and a half this year, and he got to, what, 62? And it was like, oh, man. Like, I understand he was coasting, but I, I think I think he's – I think we're into, like, Joey Chestnut kind of like Ron now. Like, he's still the GOAT. He's the, the best. But it's like we're seeing him kind of slow down in the playoffs when it matters. Like, we're seeing some – you know, he's kind of showing some wear and tear. I think. I was watching with my daughter, and she goes, "Daddy, my stomach, or like my stomach, would hurt." It's like, "Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. You're absolutely correct." But I free, said, free, free Kobayashi. That's that's the the that's where I'm going. Just free him. Get him back here. He's 45 years old. That makes me feel old. Joey's 39. You said that um, you said that what's it called? That like people are gonna start hating him. We're past the point of people hating him. Again, he's one 16 time champion. Like I think he was gonna be. It's gonna be in between like. 5 to 12 when he was winning those championships. That's when it's like cool to hate on them and now it's just like I think you just tip your cap and you're like that's that's the glizzy god. Like that's that's he's him. You know. I I think we're overrating him. I think we're past that. He is him. Justin Trudeau asked Taylor Swift to bring the Airs tour to Canada. What a what a what a plea. Eric, you're always talking about how hot Trudeau is in our group chat. So is that like a hot You do love deal? Trudeau. Yeah. Oh, not since his 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 incident a couple of years ago, but um. mm. a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> also, the forest fires of are, are. I mean, uh, Canada's got to. Yeah. Get I mean, yeah. I, if I'm Taylor, you know what? If your girl really wants to to, if she really wants to put her stamp on on you know her career, if she what's the um uh, the, what's the her legacy? She wants to really make a legacy. She tells him to get these fucking fires put out. <laughs> All right. Put the fires the out, goat. Justin. He is not the goat until you know, Mr. <laughs> Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Tear down this Mr. Wall. Trudeau, stop these fucking fires. Now here's now here's love story. Honestly, what like, D, if DT like if DT wants to make a run and, and listen, we're getting a little political here, but if DT wants to make a run at this thing, what he needs to do is <laughs> a reverse to what he did last time and say, I'm gonna build a wall of fans aimed at Canada and it's just gonna blow all the smoke back their way. I feel like that's kind of it feels like it would be up his alley, and it would be something to something good to run on. <laughs> oh man, seems logical. Um, good platform. <laughs> Let's get to the Nick Cannon Bentley Maryland person of the week. Uh, Jake, why don't you start us out there as we come towards the end of the program here? Uh, I'll just go with Joey Chestnut. Why not? 
I mean, he's, you know, <laughs> he's an American hero. We already talked about it, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's cool to have like institutions, I think, that you can rely on every single year. And he's not going to be around forever. So enjoy him and that is en- true. enjoy this run while we can. You know, he's maybe got another five, 10 years left in him, uh, you know, if everything goes well. And uh, just, you know, tip your cap. It's, uh, it's a great thing. Well, that's the other thing is like they need to find someone that can knock him off to get what you would call in wrestling the rub off of his star power so this thing keeps motoring on. Because if you don't, it's just going to be 16 random guys up there. That It's like Max Verstappen right now is like sucking the air out of like the F1 hype. Like it's kind of yeah. – it feels but like But the that. good thing for Max Verstappen is he beat Lewis Hamilton. So he like beat – he like got the stardom rub. So he's like, they do need to find F1. That is a great point. They are also suffering from a massive lack of competition. That thing is so boring every week. And it's not like when Lewis was winning, it was also sort of boring. He won like six in a row, but then you had like the max stuff. When people started paying attention in this country, man, do they need somebody to figure it out? And this was supposed to be the year because they imposed like the salary cap or whatever the equivalent is over there and some of the restrictions. And uh, yeah, it's been a little bit of a snoozer this year. It has very much been. A, I've I've lost some interest in watching week to week. Yeah. Um, Eric. Um, I didn't get to do it last week, and again, I was I was very furious with my sit, setup and situation, so I did not listen last week. I know Spenny had texted me um, to ask me mine, but I'm going to run it back. The Grimace Shake. And anything about the Grimace Shake. That is my Nick Cannon really person of the week. Grimace? Again, I don't know if you guys mentioned it last. Yes, Grimace. And his shake. Um, every video and TikTok I see about this is the funniest thing in the world. And I had to go get one the other day. And it is fucking delicious. I I almost put it on the uh, starting five. Um, but again, just an insane, just a, a very, very good marketing campaign by McDonald's. Not that they need it, but just so funny. If you haven't seen these videos, go watch. Um, and again, the shake itself is, is, is a one. I, I, I don't know if you can still get it because his birthday is over, but, and also some of the TikToks are some thing called like pictures of little baby, baby grimace. And it's people like everyone is making fun of this guy. And all he wanted to do was share his birthday with everyone. And it's just the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> you, have to, you have to see him. It'll bring you to tears. I promise. But I'm, I'm running it back with grimace and the shake. It's an, ama- it's an amazing marketing campaign. Really, really is an amazing marketing campaign. Um, I don't, I don't, I'll go with, I'll go with the beach. I hadn't been on the beach really all year. I sat on the beach on, um, on, um, the uh, 4th of July and it was nice. It was just nice to be out there. I got out there, a little body surfing, got out there with the young shredders. You know, we did some shredding, took the waves down, you know. You know, the big swells coming to Ocean City. It's good to... It's I don't good know to, if you know. Like, it's good to get amongst it. Like, I love going out on the beach and just sitting out there and listening to the sounds and, like, feeling the sun and, like, just... Doing just, the... Um, uh, uh, people watching is unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. Like, my like you know, and my parents are older, and, like, I guess my, my siblings and my brother-in-law are older to an extent, and, like, some days they'll tend towards the pool, and I'm like, I'd rather just go to the beach every day. Like, it's just a nice a nicer vibe out there. The pool's a little more, like... You know, it's a little too packed in for me. Jake, I I don't know if you know this, but Taylor is like a body surfing like fiend. I didn't. I just love body surfing. It's fun. I didn't know that, but I did know that. (laughs) 
Yeah, it, it, you didn't know it, but you knew it before you knew it. Like, yeah, that's, you knew it. Yeah, that's a Taylor Swift thing. I mean, it, it, kind of me too. I like I like getting into the water for an extended period of time and trying to catch some catch some some sweat. Yeah, it's fun. It's just you out there. Um, and then I'm currently I'm currently logging into Threads for the first time, so I'll give that as an honorable mention. What's going we'll on there? Are we doing Blue Sky? Are we doing thr- like what's my guess? Who my Maryland uh, Nick Caner Medley not person of the week is Elon Musk. I was thinking about giving it to him. What are we like? What him. are we doing here? Like, can figure we figure it out? You got to fucking figure it out. He's dude. just ma- he's making it worse objectively every single day. And there are the people that are like in his replies and there are people that, you know, agree with him politically or people that agree with him, you know, from a technological standpoint, they think he's a genius. So they've got to like back everything that he does. Objectively, it is much worse than it was months ago. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? This is crazy. It everything about it sucks. I think they've kind of slowly gone away from the rate limit thing because I haven't seen it in two days. God knows, I, I I see more than six hundred tweets a day, but yes, I, I I it's that one morning was the most infuriating thing ever. It was it was just fucking. It was the like, what are we doing here? Just over and over. It's so, just literally breaking the like it's breaking the experience, and he's already done that with the for you tab and like ruining the blue check marks. And you know, not that I have sour grapes about losing mine or anything, but I mean, like it it doesn't mean anything anymore. Or at least I don't know. It's just it's cra- it's it's gone, man. Like it, it's just. It's far gone, and I'm like not one of these people that's like, oh, I'm gonna leave and go do this. But like, I'm starting to like, starting to think like, what happens if it does go away? Because it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse, and I'm not confident that he's gonna make it any better. He sucks. Everything about him sucks. That's what I have to. You don't like his epic Doge memes? No, I think he sucks as a person. I don't think he's funny. I think he's an idiot. My cousin tried to tell me that he thinks he's one of the best humans ever made cars that run not on gasoline, but he can't fucking have a website that runs, you know, decent. All that stuff yeah. is great. Why not just like focus more on that stuff? Why not just fuck up something that was pretty good before? Like it was objectively good. It was bad, but it was objectively good at the same time. And now everything about it sucks. Get fucked, buddy. I would love to fight that dork. I hope Zuckerberg fucking gives him a noogie. In, in, in Fight <laughs> Island. Really yeah, I think like that's sort of <laughs> a, uh, that's like a, you know, I, I, I can't Can really like- find a rooting interest in that situation. I think one side, the societal implications are pretty bad, so you could root for the other side, and then the other side, it's just way more unlikable and is ruining something I love, so I, I hate that too, but. Can we make that the episode title? I hope that dork gets a noogie. Gets what? I don't know. if that is that going to bring the listeners? I guess it could. They'll be like, who is he talking about? Maybe if we want to jack our views up, we got to start doing some more clickbait titles. I'm going to do like, I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to clip RDT, RDT out here and it's going to be like, are you, you won't Musk. believe RDT sounds off on Elon Musk. <laughs> on Elon no, Musk and be, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. in Fight Island. Yeah. With it'll him just be, going, it'll be, with him going and us going in the background. <laughs> it'll be a picture, like two pictures, like me on one side, Elon on the other. And then the title would just be like RDT. And then in parentheses, well, then me and Jake's face in the background, Mark. like reacting to what you said. Like, yeah, it's like the classic right. YouTuber. We've got it right there. Comics, and the, the title's in all caps. The title's in all caps. Yep. At hour 1925. I've got it. Let me write that down. Yep. Right. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> pissed. Super pissed at Elon for Twitter. Oh, yeah. Fucking dork. Wow. By the way, dork is back. I love I love calling people dorks. Now. By the way, I don't I'm think like, I think Twitter I get high on it. 
I don't think Twitter – I think Twitter can still survive. I think Elon can still pull it back. I think there is like a, still a lot of value in the name of the brand. This could look mm-hmm. really stupid later, but it's got so much – he just – he's just he is destroying the equity of that brand at such a rapid rate that maybe it's not going to matter. But I think people like do – against all of what they think is good and holy, want to be on Twitter. People just want to continue to exist on this thing they've had fun on. He could kill that, but it still could get brought back. I, it'll be very interesting to see. I like. Are people going to jump on threads now? I guess they're going to jump on threads because you already get to kind of follow the people you follow on Instagram. Two very different experiences. I don't know. I just started the threads for Marilyn Terrapin, so we're now threads on threads. Yeah, so threads is the meta answer to Twitter, right? That's what it's supposed Correct. to be. Correct. Okay. Yes, it is. That just feels like a giant douche. And it doesn't. It, it just looks like Twitter. It just. I mean, it just looks like Twitter. Yeah. So, um, that's a great way to end the show. Um, thank you for all of you, all of you listening to Eric's uh, rant about Elon Musk and calling him a dork, uh, and. Um, Come back next week for Eric's break, full breakdown of a Zuckerberg Elon Musk fight after he watches the tape of their training. You can follow Eric at EDITTI22 on Twitter. You can follow Jake at Jake Luke. You can follow me at Taylor Smythe 10. You can follow um, our two lovely co hosts, not on tonight. Um, you can follow Spencer at Ravens for Dummies. That's the number four between Ravens and Dummies. You can follow Banks at Barstool Banks. Um, you can follow all of our uh, fine sponsors, uh, Black Eyed Susan Spice Company, Fed Thrill, uh, Jimmy Seafood. Very much appreciate all of their support. Follow the podcast at Exit52Podcast on all of your platforms. Maybe Twitter, maybe Threads. We could be on Threads very, very soon. Maybe I might just do it right now. I might just make our Threads right now. Bring back feed um, with a PH. Feed. Uh, and we will see you next time on the Exit52 Podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood. Grow up.